Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to LittermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. That is Spencer Holbrook. This is The List, where Spencer and I talk about the players that mattered the most to the Ohio State Buckeyes and their recruiting efforts. Um, we are in the class of 2022 right now because that's where we are living in the class of 2022 when it comes to The List. So we've talked about four different players on the list to this juncture. Spencer, we talked about Keontae Goodwin. He's going to commit to Kentucky on Saturday, so uh, his place on the list remains, but it's certainly precarious at this juncture. We have talked about uh, Xavier Wanpa, the safety from Iowa, who's making an official visit to Ohio State in June. We've talked about Caden Curry, the defensive tackle from Indiana, who is trying to make an official visit to Ohio State that same weekend of June 4th. And we have talked about Toriano Pride, a cornerback from St. Louis, who Ohio State has been very high on for the last year. Um, and today we're talking about someone else. And because Spencer and I love to just mix it up, we just love to play the game here. Okay. I gave Spencer a couple names that we can continue to talk about on this show and people that uh, I feel like we need to put on this show at some point. But I don't know who we're talking about today. So, uh, Spencer, who the hell are we talking about? We are talking about running back Dallin Hayden from Christian Brothers High School in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, I love it. And here's why I love it, because he's the country's number 23 ranked running back. And because of that, a lot of Ohio State fans are looking at the running back recruiting uh, efforts of, of 2022 and thinking that parts are interchangeable and that, oh, it could be Nick Singleton, it could be Dallin Hayden, it could be uh, Damari Alston or any other number of players. But I firmly believe that Dallin Hayden is not only 
um, near the top of the list for Ohio State in the class of 2022 at running back. I believe he is the top of the list as far as their preference goes. And I think that his national ranking, number 23 in the rankings uh, at tailback, is bunk. And I think he, you'll start, you'll start to see uh, that that change here in the next couple of weeks and months as the new um, rankings come out. But when you have 30 offers and you're a top target for Ohio State and Notre Dame, that in itself tells me you're a lot better than the 23rd ranked running back in the country. Uh, and so, you know, you look at his his family ties. His father played at Tennessee. He's a, a running back there. His brother plays at Illinois. Clearly, there's a heck of good genes there. This is a kid that is a perfect fit for Ohio State from a football standpoint and a culture standpoint. And that's why Dallin Hayden uh, is on this list. Spencer, what have you seen out of Dallin as you've watched Tate? He's kind of an interesting in the way he runs. I, I like the way he runs. I think he's a he's a he's a downhill guy, but he's got some speed. I think he just is kind of like the mix that that Tony Alford likes in his running backs. He, he just kind of brings a little bit of everything into the backfield. And I'm not sure if I have a comp for him yet. I think you're a little better at that at that kind of thing than I am because you've just seen more guys and more recruits. You're able to put a couple pieces together. I like his running style though, and actually it's part of the reason why I picked him is because I wanted to hear what your comp was for him. Uh, because I just I couldn't really put an exact finger on what I thought he really reminds me of, but I do like the way he runs, and I encourage anybody if you haven't watched the highlights yet. Like this is not the number twenty three ranked running back in the country, like you just said. This this is a kid with a a very high level of, of he's got a he can play at a very high level at the running back spot. Yeah, he's at Memphis, Tennessee Christian Brothers High School. It's not one of these big you know, powerhouse programs that it's constantly getting like kids get go to Christian brothers aren't receiving like recruiting bumps just because of, of the high school they're at. It's not playing constantly great competition week in, week out. Um, but if you look at his tape, I mean, you see really shifty. You see a kid that can really get out of the backfield and, and catch the football. He's low to the ground, low center of gravity. He almost to me, and I, it's a probably a lofty comparison, um, He's a slightly bigger version to me of what J.K. Dobbins looked like running the football. Uh, it's very abrasive. It's very stop start. It's very, uh, you know, jump cuts and, and that kind of stuff. Um, he's a little bit bigger than J.K., who, you know, I think was listed at five foot nine or something like that in his profiles. But uh, Dallin's listed in that 5'11 range and uh, close to 200 pounds. And I think that, you know, that's where you start to look at players like him. What Ohio State's looking for are running backs that can come in and contribute right away. They don't, it's not a position that you want someone to have to develop. Okay. So physically speaking, you don't want to recruit a kid that's 170 pounds at tailback. It's just not good business. So you're looking at a kid like Dallin Hayden at almost 200 pounds. You know he can go out there and be physical. He's the type of player that can can stretch the field on the perimeter. He's strong enough to run uh, between the tackles and he's got a lot of wiggle. Um, he may not be like as fast straight line fast as Nick Singleton, who's another one of these players, Ohio State's recruiting at running back in 2022. But I think that the combination of size and wiggle and speed that he has elevates him above Singleton in my mind, as I watch the film. Um, and that's why I have him ahead of Singleton on this list. Both of those two, I think are interestingly enough going to come down to really an Ohio State and Notre Dame battle, despite the fact that he's a Tennessee legacy. Yeah, and I think you said it correctly with the wiggle aspect. I think he's kind of a one-cut running back with with some wiggle. And a lot of times when you talk about about that that word, I don't know if I like the word wiggle, now that I say it a lot, but 
Uh, when you talk about a, a running back who can wiggle, you kind of think of a guy who makes a lot of a lot of juke moves, a lot of cuts. Uh, but but he's more of a one cut and go type of back. I also think he's pretty good, you know, running behind the guard, which is what Ohio State loves to do. You know, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins was, and now that you say that, you know, J.K. Dobbins was kind of the same way. A guy who can one cut and go can also make a guy miss in space, but can also just run right behind the center and get you three yeah. yards when you need it. And I, I think, think that's, that's what important, that's though. what Alford looks for. I think it's important to differentiate between the types of one cut back. Okay. Because if you look at, for example, master Teague, master Teague is a one cut running back. He hits, he takes a step and he goes right. It's a once, but the thing is the difference is once master Teague is running straight, there isn't an opportunity really for him to go anywhere else. And with a kid like Dallin Hayden, with a player like JK Dobbins, with players like Evan Pryor, Travion Henderson, et cetera, I think that you see a different element and the ability to get themselves free and avoid contact. Uh, and I, I really think that that's the thing with Dallin that I, as I watch tape, and again, I don't know how much of that is based on the competition he's playing. I, I'm interested to see as he you know moves into his senior year what, what we get on film, but he does not go down easily. This is a kid that runs very, very hard. Um, you know, and I, I think that, like I said, from just a, Overall player perspective, the opportunity to come out of the backfield and catch the ball, to do a lot of the little things that Ohio State requires of its running backs, his background, his lineage as a as the son of a former you know NFL type running back changes what his upside is. And so that's why when you look at kids like him and Singleton and even Omarion Hampton, who's a recent offer from Ohio State at running back, but a player that the Buckeyes are very high on, so don't don't dismiss Omarion Hampton who does have an official visit scheduled to Ohio state as well. Same weekend is down. I think, um, you know, there, there's a, there's a balance here that Ohio state is trying to strike between the ability to hit a home run, but also the ability to get five or six yards on every play. And I think that that's what Dallin Hayden can do. Yeah. And I think, you know, we keep talking about these past Ohio state running backs, every Ohio state running back that's been successful, whether it's Ezekiel Elliott, whether it's Mike Weber, JK Dobbins. And now you look at, I think master Teague has a little bit of this, but I think Trayvon Henderson's going to prove to have a little more of it. The ability to turn two or three yards into five or six, the ability yeah. to turn five or six yards into seven or eight and keep Ohio state ahead of the chains. I know Ohio state's offense is always so, uh, you know, incredible. They can get how many yards they want on any play, but the ability on first and 10, when you run the ball to get seven yards, when there's only three available to you is something that, is imperative in the Ryan Day, Tony Alford, you know, the blocking scheme they do in that offense. You have to be able to do that. And I think Dallin Hayden is the kind of guy with his power. He's kind of a violent guy when he gets between the tackles. He can do that. And I think that's what separates him from the other guys in this class is he just has a little bit more of that innate ability to always turn that into a couple more yards than you were expecting on every play. And that's what makes him, you know, better than the number 23 running back in the country. And that's what makes him on the top of the Ohio state board. It's what makes him on uh, the list for us. Yeah. He's born in Columbus. So there is at least a little bit of family tie to Ohio. And again, this is an Ohio state Notre Dame battle. And, and it's funny, Spencer, as we've seen the evolution of Ohio state recruiting in the last handful of years, how many more head-to-head -head competitions there are between Ohio State and Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson? It's becoming like the same groups of people uh, for that all these schools are recruiting, and so you start to run into the same names over and over again. And so, as you look at Dallin Hayden's decision and, and his timeline for a decision, I firmly believe that had he, if the dead period wasn't ending and he didn't get it and he knew he wasn't going to be able to make visits, I think he'd commit to Ohio State already. Um, I, I do think that. 
what you'll see here is a visit to Illinois on, on, on June 4th, the weekend that Ohio State's having their big weekend. He will not be there. He'll be in Illinois visiting with his brother, Chase. Chase played at Arkansas and now plays at Illinois. He was recruited by, by Brett Bielema both places. So, um, you know, you look at a kid that has this family tie around the country. Uh, he's going to go to Notre Dame the weekend after, and then I think Ohio State will be his final official visit. And that, I think, is purposeful. I think it's uh, intent intentional. I think, ultimately, Dallin Hayden thinks Ohio State is the best fit for him. Um, but he wants to make sure he goes through the process because his brother really didn't. And I think that it's something that uh, isn't a bad thing for Ohio State. I, I think it's actually probably a good thing because then you run into less of a likelihood that a kid makes a changing decision six months from now when, you know, when, when signing day is coming. But ultimately, if you look at Dallin Hayden, you look at size, you look at speed, you look at agility, you look at the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, you look at a kid that culturally fits Ohio State to a T. He is a great young man, uh, super athletic from a great family background. And, and that's what Ohio State's looking for. They're looking for kids that understand if you walk into a, a running back room with Marcus Crowley, with Mayan Williams, with Travion Henderson, with Evan Pryor, that you're understanding your role and that you're willing to, to be patient and put in the time. And that's why I think people look at a ranking like, oh, he's the number 23 ranked running back. And that's why Ohio State likes him because he's not going to expect the ball right away as a freshman. But dudes like this are competitors and they're going to want to come in and put their mark on the program. But there's more than one way to put your mark on a program. Yeah. And the other thing about that is with with the way this recruitment is going and with visits coming up and with camps probably coming up, he's not going to be the number 23 running back in the country. So when people do look at that and they say, well, he might not expect the ball right away, everything's going to change. He's not the number 238 player in the country. That's just, that's just a simple fact. And so I think, you know, there is that level of, you know, wanting to make sure he's a culture fit, which we believe he is so far in what they're doing. He wants to make sure that he's a culture fit when he meets the, coaches and is in the program and sees what the program is about, which we think he is. And then he also wants to make sure that he fits into the running back room, which he seems to, and you don't know the attrition that's going to happen in the running back room. And so I think this is a, a rare case on this, this uh, series that we're doing in a list where this might be a, he's a must get for Ohio state, but from his perspective, he needs to make sure that when he walks into Ohio state, he knows exactly what to expect. I think he's going to, I think this is one of those situations where, once he sees that, it could be, you know, decision time. And I think I think that's something that is to a little foreshadow. We can look forward to that because once all those visits happen, he goes to Ohio State, he's going to probably sit down and, and try to make a decision. I think he's going to ultimately end up at Ohio State. That's why I wanted to talk about him today. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's the a, a great fit for what the Buckeyes are trying to do in the running back room. And what they're trying to do is build a an elite room, and I think he fits it well. Yeah, Dallin Hayden has been made a priority by Ohio State. He's made Ohio State a priority. Uh, as soon as he had his spring break in March, he made a trip to Columbus with his father and then stopped over at Notre Dame and then went to Illinois to see the brother Chase. It's just a situation where I think it is a really good fit. And, and again, when a player commits to Ohio State, generally their ranking is going to go up, um, and it should because at this juncture, and I've said juncture like three times in this episode, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I guess now I said it four times. Um, at this point in a uh, in the world of college football recruiting, 
if Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama or Georgia wants a kid, they're a top 100 player in the country. And uh, the Buckeyes are certainly not looking for players that they have to develop. But the the difference between Dallin Hayden and, say, uh, Keontae Goodwin or Xavier Wampa or Caden Curry or, or uh, Torian Pride is that it is a position that maybe doesn't feel like as pressing a need in 2022. And so I know there will be people out there watching this episode of the list saying, oh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, we're not we're not talking about players that are already committed. Obviously, Quinn Ewers should be on this show. He should be on the list. He's a must get for Ohio State at this point. So is everyone else that's committed. But Spencer and I are trying to bring you the inside, the, the thoughts on, on the guys that are still out there being recruited by Ohio State. And not many are being recruited as hard as Dallin Hayden. And I don't think anyone else is being as recruited as hard at the running back position. And that's why he is at the top of uh, the running back spot on our show, The List, brought to you by Letterman Row. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. Please check out LettermanRow.com for all things Buckeyes. Uh, we cover them all year round. And we'll be back uh, in a few weeks with another member of this particular list. Thanks for watching. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-424-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.